Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. Ye shadi ki taqreeb sabko mubarak Ye ni'mat khuda ki taharat ka parcham Taharat ka parcham Fizaon mein aqde nika jalwa gar hai Fizaon mein aqde nika jalwa gar hai Mubarak, mubarak Mubarak ho pe hum Mubarak 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 ho pe hum Nikaq de masnu Dukhe dil ka marham Nikaq de masnu Dukhe dil ka marham Ye farma gaye Hai rasoole mukarram Ye farma gaye Hai rasoole mukarram Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we welcome you to this program, The Bliss of Marriage. The date today is the 20th of Jumad al Akhirah, 1445, corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the 3rd of January 2024. Let's welcome Hazrat Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Sab, Tamad Barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم وزايد كان جزاك الله خيرا مفتساب كان مفتساب informers of the programs in Durban بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to all Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah, today is the 20th of Jumad al-Akhirah, 1445. Regarding our programs, inshallah, for Durban, that tonight we will be all the programs after Maghrib, so the programs will be from 7 o'clock to 8.30, insha'Allah. So we will take the Maghrib Adhan from Durban and then the Maghrib Salat and then the Kirat and whatever else and then the lecture, insha'Allah, Aziz. So tonight, insha'Allah, we will be there in the Glennon Road in Sufi Masjid and thereafter, insha'Allah, there tomorrow in Clear Estate Masjid and Mahmood. Sufi Masjid, mashallah, our brother Hafiz Uwais is there. And inshallah, then they estate the Moana Badatsa there, but they gone for Umrah, both brothers, so brother Junaid Kuvadia is there, mashallah, Allah to reward him. And then Friday, Jumu'ah, we will be there in the in the Vellam Masjid for Jumu'ah, 12.10 is Azan, and then the lecture, Moana Abid Khan is there, Moana Dawood Wahid is there. Kuwatul Islam Masjid and then Friday night stinger all night programs after Maghrib 7 to 8.30 inshallah so 7 o'clock 5 past 7 the azan goes I think around there and inshallah till Isha azan and that will be in the stinger Masjid Muhammad is there and then Saturday inshallah we will be there in that Rendell's Road so that's overport also and Masjid and Nurul Huda and that is Maulana Abdul Azim is there.
Sunday morning, inshallah, is a hifjah jalsa. So just like a private, uh, this thing. And then Sunday afternoon, inshallah, inshallah, al-Aziz, with Hafiz Wadi, we will have Q&A from Durban. And it will be from our new studios, inshallah. So Allah, make it easy. We request all the listeners to make dua. All the night programs, inshallah, will be with all three radio stations, inshallah, Sirius FM and Radio Ansar International and with Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlusun uh, Jama'ah. The Jumma program from Wellam will be with Radio Ansar International and with Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlusun uh, Jama'ah. So we hope and pray Allah Jalla make it easy, make it the means of Hidayat. Allah grant victory to our Mujahideen there in the land of Palestine and Gaza. Quickly, let me tell you two, three things that every Muslim should know. We thank and salute the South African government for this on the 11th and 12th, this next week, Thursday and Friday. So in the International Court of Justice in The Hague, Netherlands, so there there will be the hearing against Israel for the case of genocide against them and so forth. So they're already shaking. You must remember once they become personal and so forth, you must know that is putting them on the back foot. They never expected that South Africa will take such a step and now Malaysia and other countries are also co- uh, cooperating and saying that they support what South Africa is doing. You will get many other countries, inshallah. So that's one. And then two, we know that they martyred Brother Sali last night there, and there were seven of them the last time I know that were martyred there in Beirut and so forth. And the Houthis, remember that they got a small-time coalition there in the ocean and in the Red Sea, but yet they managed to attack one of the ships and so forth. Even surprised how the Houthis managed this. Americans are there, India are there, this one is there, British will be there, whoever. Yet they managed to penetrate all of them and they attacked the ship. So these are great things that are happening currently, we must remember. And South Africa, we are in bliss of marriage, so it is apt to manage. This. The last time I heard the news on radio 702 or SAFM or whatever, you know how many thousand girls, teens, what they call, are pregnant. You must remember, and they gave birth on New Year's Day and so forth. If you count all, I think it's over, not only New Year's Day, but now during the holidays. If you count all of them, it's over 100,000, I think. You must remember this. From nine years above, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Now the question arises. So the question arises, if you've got 100,000 teens giving birth in all nine provinces put together and more, what does that tell you about your social development system? What does that tell you about your educational system? What does that tell you about our schools? That it shows they are not schools, they are brothels, actually. You must remember that. And if you go to colleges, varsities, varsities, and then, then you know. So now this child, baby, not a baby, but the child is supposed to be learning, but now she left to look after a baby and so forth. So what they'll do, they'll just dump it by Oma. You see, then a grandmother must look after and so forth. But you see, one is to condemn them, but we don't want them to operate like that. We must go to the roots of it. Mm. You, the government, 
You promoted pornography. Any person can just press a button. You got cell phone, just press one button. Everything will come. And human nature is what you see. You want to experiment. You want to try. You must remember that. Then you promote the condom culture and so forth and so on. Then you got two ministers of education, both good for nothing, if you ask me. You must remember that. Your level of education may be one of the worst in the whole continent of Africa. 30% and 35% pass and all these things here. So therefore, you see people who have passed matric and with degrees, they can't even find a good job and so forth. Because people realize that the level of education is so hopeless and useless. And what morals are we teaching? And then you got, just to turn the flip side, then the other side, if you want, then you got a thing called abortion on demand. So aren't we, when I say we, I mean you, the South African government, really promoting all this culture, you must remember that, of teenage pregnancies, your policy, everything. So you need to have a holistic view and look, everything has to be. First thing, the government must be cut to half, you must remember. Half the passengers, half the ministers are passengers, they remember. They're just getting fatter and bigger for nothing with our money, taxpayers' money, and so forth. You need people who can think, who have the welfare of the people at mind, not to fill their pockets and fill their families' pockets and all these type of things. So that is the real tragedy of South Africa. You have stole and destroyed one is apartheid destroyed them you must remember because of their white man policy and whites are right and all that but you ANC in the name of democracy in the name of freedom you have destroyed the youth and their hopes and aspirations for the future by these crazy policies you must remember that so what do you expect then you must remember it's an absolute shame and then the condom culture it has become one big joke you must remember the first question here is, my husband always blames me for the problems in his life. She says, yes, before I was married, I was modern, but I didn't have boyfriends. I didn't go to parties or, or any of these kind of things. Now my husband keeps on insulting me due to my health issues. I feel as if he doesn't love me anymore. Can I go to my mom's forever? All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So just keep uh, watching there on your phone also. Maybe our brother Ibrahim Anderson will bring some breaking news, inshallah. We hope for something good, inshallah. See, my sister, you must understand, you married 10, 20 years. Human beings, and especially husbands, when they are guilty, you must remember, they don't like to admit they are guilty. So what they will do, they will apportion the blame to you, make you feel that you are the guilty party and so forth. You were chased, you were poor, uh, sorry, you were chased, you were pure, you were pure, and you were a virgin, everything. He deflowered you, and he had children from you, and everything he did, now he wants to throw it in your face. Yeah, you are sickly, you are fat, you are this, you are that. But the problem is with him. You must remember, the problem is not with you. 
So my advice to you, don't go away. You got children, you got that. Quran says, Wasulhu Khair, Hamara Kam Our aim is to make the home and not to break the home. But every day turn more and more to Allah Jalla Rabbana Hablana min Azwajina Wazuriatina Kurata Yun. Ya Allah grant us our spouses and such children that are the coolness of the eyes, meaning they bring joy to one another. Second one, read the 99 names of Allah Jalla Allah commands us in the Quran. Chapter 7, verse 180, Walillahil Asma'ul Husna. Now it's holiday still. So remember that this should be our target. Habman Hafidaha Dakhalal Jannah Hadith Bukhari Sharif. Whosoever memorizes the 99 names of Allah Ta'ala's beautiful names, you enter paradise. Now you can't manage that, no problem. Look inside and read it and then make dua. Duas are accepted. Man ahsaha dakhalal jannah hadith in Tirmidhi. And thereafter, you make dua hadith in Mustan Ahmad, Abdullah the Masood is the Rawi. Your duas will be accepted, inshallah. So, all these are there for us. So, read Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadudu. Allah ma'alif bayna qulubina. Go into Sazda, cry to Allah Ta'ala that Ya Allah, my marriage is on the rocks and the husband in the docks and so forth. So, you bring about that sparkle and that you know, greatness back in our marriage don't forget all the good moments you had with one another so I would not advise you sister that you should go back to your mother's place and yes you want to go for holiday now there's one two weeks left and so forth so to go for holiday is fine take permission and go but to go permanently and so forth no so maybe it will be a good idea you tell him you know what just give me permission on to go to my parents' place and I want that we can both now just de-stress like you say. Like this, we are just now fighting, arguing too much. I went to the barber today. While I'm sitting there, somebody phoned, right? So I didn't know because there was no name there. And I picked up and I know that family. She said that the lady spoke, the mother said that her son and her daughter-in-law were going for one another, you understand, arguing, dying the big noise. And she, the daughter, that's what she said. The daughter-in-law said, give one, give me talaq and give me divorce. So he now, he gave talaq. So I said, how many talaq he gave? He said, she said one. So I said, okay, if you give one, they can still reconcile and so forth. Now also, today also, they can reconcile. But for the future, he'll only have two talaqs if this is the first now see when you're having argument like this then one party must keep quiet and walk away and you the husband should be doing that remember this now you she says once you say two she says six and then you say ten you see I say you say he say she say so that is not what Islam teaches us you must remember that Islam teaches us that what we must do that we must try and reconcile and there's moments of madness of hours that's exactly what the shaitan wants remember surah 2 and verse 102 he wants to cause separation between husband and wife so we should become mature and rise up to the occasion and walk away not we go and prove a point I'll do this and you she say I'll do this and so that is exactly playing into the hands of satan shaitan and his crony and comrades.
Mufti Sab, is it compulsory to equip our children with degrees which is not benefiting them? Is my son not supposed to start fending for himself from the age of 15? So you must remember that, that we will say you must give them the knowledge of Islam, you give them the contemporary knowledge, there's no problem with that. But it must be such sciences and such discipline and such knowledge that brings them closer to Almighty Allah, brings them closer to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, brings them closer to Islam. It don't mean in Islam everybody must become a Mawlana or a Hafiz or Alif. Islam don't say that. Majority Sahaja were not Hafiz and Ulama. They were businessmen, they were farmers, they had trade, they had all these things. But everyone was a super Muslim, remember that. So that is where we are failing. We need doctors, we need lawyers, we need teachers, we need everything. But that is permissible. But end of the day, remember we can't be sacrificing our identity, our Islam in the process. And if you study the Hadith, Quran and Hadith, you will see Surah 20 Surah verse 114 Rabbi Zidni Ilma Ilma is Nakira remember is a common noun so grant me knowledge you see increase me in knowledge obviously the greatest best knowledge of Quran Sharif then the Sunnah Mubarakah then the Al-Fiqhul Islami the jurisprudence and when you study the Hadith in Ibn Majah every day we're supposed to read this after Fajr Salat Allahumma inni as'aluka ilman nafi'ah so we must imbibe acquire such knowledge that is beneficial to humanity also remember that beneficial to ourselves beneficial to our families beneficial you must remember to humanity like that everybody is worried about their risk so such a risk that is not only halal it must be one grade higher it must be pure and wholesome no contamination and so forth and end of the day we are here for a suggestion a short while 40, 50, 70, 100 years wa amalam mutakabbala Ya Allah we beg of you such actions that the kabul and accepted in your divine court Ya Allah authentic hadith in Ibn Majah one more time by heart it memorize it read it inshallah from tomorrow Fajr time Allahumma inni as'aluka ilman nafi'a wa rizqan tayyiba wa amalam mutakabbala Muftisab, what is the way to a happy marriage? Remember that the biggest basis for a happy marriage when we deliver lectures to the ladies, we know that the ladies are listening, for example, on the radio. So we call this recipes. And when we're delivering lectures to the men, so we call it prescriptions. See, three weeks ago, right? So plus minus, 15th of December. So I had to perform Nikah Day in Marisburg. So I started with this. Nikah is such a sacred institution, yea, in this world. Ordinary mortals, people, sinners, gunegad like me, Mazahid, all of us, we perform the Nikah. But tomorrow, on Day of Justice, when everything is settled, who is going to Jannah, who is going to Paradise with the mercy of Allah, who is going to Jahannam, the hellfire, and that is with the justice system of Allah, then what? So now the women, the damsels of Jannat are waiting. You can't just go and take who you want. Allah says, We will perform the nikah. See, 
Nabi Adam alayhi salam is this side and Sayyida Hawa is there the other side. No wife, no life. He was lonely. So Allah Ta'ala created from his ribs. You must remember the wife. Now he wants to go. Allah say, hold it. Allah performed the nikah. Then he want to go. Allah say, hold it. Now what, Ya Allah? You have to pay mahar. So what is the mahar? So pay, read, durood, sharif, salawat, salutations upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam. You see? So that is how this institution of nikah is sacrosanct and sacred. It will continue even in the year after in Jannah as well. So there you can gauge how important it is. Second one, now everybody's hopes, aspirations is it must be a happy, successful marriage. So when the imam, the sheikh, the maulana, the mufti, qarisab, afsa performing the nikah, so he reads certain verses. Ya yuan nasu taku rabbakumul ladhi khalaqakum min nafsi wahida. Ya yuan ladhina manu taqullah haqqa tuqati. I'm just reading the starting of the verses. Ya yuan ladhina so what is that the illat mushtaraka the common factor in every verse here is what is taqwa so husband and wife both have taqwa then you will have a long long honeymoon you must remember that today one youngster I spoke to him I asked him I asked him how many children he said no I asked him how long you married he said five years so I said but you're a half age he said gee I said why you don't just read these verses these verses like that so you must have that taqwa now the question is taqwa we just translate Allah consciousness or fulfilling the rights of Allah and the creation but you have to go to a linguist par excellence and who better than Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu he was a master of the Arabic language we speaking of nikah so somebody asked him madan nikahu ya amir al-mu'minin what is the definition of nikah O Sayyidina Ali amir al-mu'minin he said he ended every phrase with a ra with a re sururu shahreen so one month's happiness you must pay the marital gift. Thereafter, then, now you get moments of sadness, duk and suk, prosperity and adversity. So all the worries will be there now. Husband is sick, wife is sick, children are sick. Then they get married and a lot of stories. You know, children get married. So, sururu shaharin, luzumu maharin, humumu daharin, and then kusuru zaharin, and then vakovar even. You're going to ruku. So now you got so much worries, you're going to hunch back, you see. And then the last one, wanuzulu qabarin. See how beautiful. Now we take the person, he's married 30, 40, 60 years, we bury him in the grave. So people went to Sayyidina Ali and asked him, if you want reference of this year, the definition of taqwa, Allama Qastalani, Rahimahullah, wrote it, remember, in a mawahibul ladunniya, definition of taqwa. Al-khawfu min al-jaleel, all the phrases he ended with alam. Fear of all Allah. Now take now. Now is a perfect example. Holiday season. Yesterday I heard on the news, going to Salat or coming from Salat. They said the cars coming down from Durban, the coast towards Johannesburg, is more than 2,000 vehicles per hour at the Moir of Apatol and all that, and today will be more also. And the cars going up from here to the coast to Durban is 1,000, you see. 
So now it's holiday still, but now people are winding up, have to come back to shop and job and what have you. So when people are on holiday, they become very relaxed. They lower their guard. So Islam says, no. Al-Khawfu min al-Jaleel. That at all times, all places, all circumstances, that khawf, khawf here means that love for Allah, that respect for Allah must remain. And that is called khashya, where you start developing the fear of Almighty Allah based on the love for Allah, based on the respect for Almighty Allah. And that is the true quality of the true ulama. Innama yakshallaha min ibadil ulama. So what we did, live non-Muslims, speak of us Muslims, what we did, we became sanctimonious. What is sanctimonious? We have a double identity. Friday come, we look like angels and super Muslim. <laughs> we can come, then all hell break loose. You don't know is Muslim or what? That they can't walk straight, half of them drunk, other ones are, they can't understand, goofed up with drugs, other one is busy with somebody's daughter, somebody's wife, and what then what goes on? Muslim, Muslim. Obviously, we don't say all, but we know of many cases like that. So, Al-Khawfum and Al-Jaleel. Then, Wal-Amalu Bit-Tanzeel. When you practice, you must practice on Quran Sharif. You must practice on Sunnah Mubarakah. Therefore, that look at this verse and so much insight and it will give us so much inspiration. In the ending of Surah Yusuf, Qul, هَذِهِ سَبِيلِي أَدْعُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Say you, Ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this is my path, this is my way. أَدْعُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ I invite I invite people, humanity, Muslim, non-Muslim, everybody to Almighty Allah. But how do I invite them? Allah Basiratin. That we must have that knowledge. If you don't have that knowledge, how are you going to practice on it? You will think you're doing right, but remember, so many things will be doing wrong. So we must have that Basira. And Hazrat Muhammad Khan Sahib, when I was there in Masjid Nur, so then I asked him, he said, that's why I say that every Jamaat that goes out must have an Alim. So that Alim must teach those Jamaat brothers also Allah Basiratin. So they also must know we don't want any action in Jamaat to Tabligh, Tabligh Jamaat that does not have the lead and evidence, you see. Mm-hmm. This is one of the biggest seniors of the Tabligh Jamaat. So Hazrat Muhammad Ahmad Khan Sam Ana I Wamanitabani and those who follow me immaculate. But today we the Ummah we just follow like sheep. So whether we is right or is wrong, we don't even know ourselves and so forth. See, I give you a nice example of that. So Surah twelve, chapter twelve, verse one zero eight. You see. So we come back Al Khofu Minal Jalil Wal Amalubit Tanzil. When I went first time to Makkah Mukarramah, 74, this Ramadan would be 50 years. Can you believe it? Since I went there, you understand? It was 1974, 2024 Ramadan. So I went from Karachi. My parents came from here. So those days that in Makkah Mukarramah, the famous imam was Sheikh Khulayfi. You must remember that. And that side there was Sheikh Abdul Aziz bin Salih. They all passed away there in Medina Munawwara. So cut long story short, you must remember that. So after we were Taraweeh, 20 rakats, they would read Witter. Then in the last 10 nights, remember, they read 10 rakats, and again they read Witter. So how many Witter are they reading in one night, Molana? How many Witter are they reading? 
After Taraweeh day reading Jeez. and after the Qiyamul Layl day reading. So how many? Twice. Twice they reading. Jeez. Then the Hadith in Tirmidhi is mentioned, La Witrani Fi Laylatin. This carried on for years and years because after that also I went, I took my mother in 83. That time also they were doing that. Then somebody told them that this what you are doing is wrong. So now the first 20 days, there are 20 nights, they have their tara- witr salat after the tarawih. And then they don't have in the last 10 nights the tara- witr salat after tarawih. They have it after qiyamul layl. Mm. So you see, so now you must not just follow bab dada em karta huta. So you must remember that you must have dalil in that. We were studying, you must remember there in Karachi, right? Madrasa Arabiya Islamiya Hazrat Allama Muhammad Yusuf bin Nuri. We witnessed to this incident. So after for salat and all that, so the muazzin used to shout, raise the big announcement. Allah maswalli or words like that. The Imam shouldn't say loud. The muazzin should say. So Hazrat Mohana Abrarul Haq time came. So this was around 75 because Allama bin Nuri passed away in 77. So 75, 76 around them. So remember he said, but this tikna here, and he explained, and then they made mashura with Hazrat Allama bin Nuri, Rahimullah, with Mufti Wali Hassan Sahib. They all passed away now, Rahimullah. He said, yes. So from that day they stopped it. Hmm. So what I'm saying, whether it is in the Arab world, whether it's Indo-Pak, Many things even today, we just do it because it's a custom tradition. And when you tell people, they even feel amazed. You must remember, hey, what you talking? But we're speaking about the Sharia, bhai. We're not speaking about something else. So that is, well, Amal. I just, I just gave you these two examples, which I know personally. Well, Amalu bitanzil. Then, well, qana'atu bil qalil. You want a happy, you ask a happy marriage. Today, there's a madness going on. The wife keeps on demanding more and more and more. And the husband, Bichara, cannot afford most of the time. So he will go into, you understand, debt, then into loans with the bank, and then interest and overdraft and bond and what, and all haram, all that. So the criteria is, that you must be content with a little bit. My wife knows from day one, I told her, see, that my policy is we just buy things on cash. I don't owe anybody. You understood? Yes, rental, we have to pay, water lights, we have to pay this. That's a different thing. But because we took loan from this one and loan, so therefore Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-ma'asami wal-maghrami. See, what a powerful, beautiful dua. Oh Allah, I seek your protection from the places of vices and the actions of the vice and from debts and accounts and loans and all that. You see? That is a capitalistic system. So that and then and prepare for in this life for your year after the journey towards that. So once you have this, then both parties they will gel, they will click with one another. Marriage is not bodies must meet only. The bodies must meet, but the hearts also have to meet. Hmm. And when the hearts meet, then there's unity of thought. Then you both go in the same direction. There will be difference of opinion and all, but it won't be serious issues, you must remember. That is the recipe for prosperity and success and the ingredients for that. 
Inshallah, we'll go for a break now and meet you after the break. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. Respected listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we return to this program, The Bliss of Marriage. Mufti Sahib, the next question is, my wife is depressed. How? What can I do to cheer her up? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. You want to cheer your wife up, Bota? Better give her nice presents and all these type of things, yeah? She's disappointed you didn't give her anything for six months now. <laughs> so remember Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, send Mustafa, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as who? Rahmatul Lil Alameen. Chapter 21, verse 107. We have not sent you, Ya Rasulullah, but as a mercy to the entire universe that is only exclusively for him, Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah. Authentic hadith in Babehaki Tahado Dahabu gives gifts to one another. So husband must give more and then that will generate mutual love. And then you have some this uh, understand uh, you know, certain times there's some arguments or certain misunderstanding or whatever. So then it brings about maybe like some not so good environment, unhealthy environment. So when you give that gift to one another, for it will remove you must remember all the malice, the rancor, the hatred, all that. So you try it, give her cash, buy her dress, buy her shoes, whatever she likes and so forth. Then both of you try it from today and that before you sleep, after Maghrib, after Isha, whenever. So you must remember both of you, you sit and you make dua. These children, you bring them also. And after his holidays now, and you read, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minadhalimeen. Truly, there is none worthy of worship. Everlasting glory, perfection is for you, Ya Allah. If you read individually, Inni kuntu minadhalimeen. I am from the wrongdoers. For Nabi Yunus, alayhi salatu salam, so he made a mistake, error in judgment. But for me and you, we won't translate it like that. We will say we are the zalims, the oppressors, the wrongdoers, the sinners, and so forth. Then Allah says, chapter 21, verse 87, That we will remove the sadness, the, you understand, that sadness and the depression and oppression and worry and sorry and everything. And what Allah says, and daily, and it's for believers, we will save you from the depression. And, and then everyday charity to give out to the poor. Learn to put a smile on somebody's face. You see that? Muslim or non-Muslim, that is voluntary charity. So that is what you must do. And make sure you read your five daily salat on time. Till out of Quran, they must be. Learn to make dua together, husband and wife. Then a lot of things will change, inshallah, from the not-so-good, uncomfortable, unfavorable conditions will change to favorable conditions, inshallah. The person says, how many children should I have? People say it's better to have few, but make the tarbiyah properly. 
So you must remember, you don't have to listen to people. Their children and all that is from Allah's side. Surah 42, verses 49, 50. Allah gives as a gift only daughters. Yes, Mona Zahid. That, he got four daughters. That inshallah, next one, you can't say, maybe a son comes, you see. So Allah knows best. So you see, you think my our brother Suleiman. He got two sons only. So then you see me. وَيَجْعَلُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ Zero, no son, no daughter. So we can't say, I want this, I want that. No. <laughs> Our iman, Islam means we surrender, we submit to Almighty Allah lovingly, willingly, sincerely. Rida bil qada. We must be pleased in the condition Allah gives us. You must analyze the word, Yahabu. It's a gift, it's a present Allah is giving you, all married couples and so forth and so on. So we mustn't say, oh, and again I got a daughter, oh, again I got a son. So, oh, you so with you, whom the Quran or inasa. So, you mother, people got five sons, ten sons, then they get a daughter. People have daughters, five daughters, eight daughters, then they get a son. So, Kudratka Karishma, all that is a manifestation of the mercy of Allah. So, always beg Allah, chapter 37, verse 100, Rabbi Habali Minaswalihin, chapter 37, Surah Yasin 36, Surah 37, Surah Surah Sofat, verse 100. Understand how to translate it. Rabbi habli minas salihin. Oh, beloved Allah, that grant me pious offspring. You see? Second translation, Rabbi habli minas salihin. Grant me normal children and progeny. So all that are acceptable, we must remember. Mufti Saab, the person says, I'm a student of deen. What should I do when people bring their children for me to read upon them? What should I recite? Very good. You must remember that you must say, me, I'm a sinner, and I'm a gunegar and all that in your mind. But if they bring for you and all that, so now they tell you, Hazrat Maulana, Damat Barakatuhum, Atalallahu Lihiyatahu, and they praise you. So you mustn't get carried away with all this. So read. They brought the baby. So they say, Maulana, make tahnik. So read the dua, Sayyidina Umar read. For when Hassan Basri was born in Medina, they stayed there for 14 years, and then they migrated to Iraq and Basra. Therefore, Hassan al-Basri. 2000, when I went to Iraq, I loved to look for all these small, small books, kutay, booklets. So I got it still by me. Al-Imam, Al-Hasan al-Basri, Al-Bakka, Al-Wa'iz. You understand? The one who used to cry and make people cry. Mm. And Wa'iz, when he used to speak, remember the hearts of people used to become so soft and melt. So one day a person came to the area where Hasan Basri was. All the shops are closed. He said, today is Eid day or what? said, no, that the people close their shop, they're going to listen to Hazrat Imam Hassan Basri. Now, how it started? That his mother gave birth to him in Medina. They brought him there to Sayyidina Umar. Sayyidina Umar took him in his Mubarak hands, chewed the dates, and then inserted in his mouth, and what he said, Allahumma faqihu deen. Ya Allah, give him profound, deep, deep understanding of deen of Islam. وَحَبِّبْهُ إِلَى النَّاسِ And Ya Allah, make him mahbub and beloved to humanity and the people. So these type of du'as you must read. Read Surah Fatiha, blow on the children. And in that way, is 
surah to shifa and so and teach them which duas they must read rabbana chapter 25 verse 74 rabbana hamlana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata ayun oh allah grant us such spouses and such children that are the coolness of the eyes and you must remember that the next one always teach people the surah 46 you can tell them Surah chapter 46, Surah Ahkaf, the windy tracks, you understand? You know, in the desert and that. And you must remember, otherwise tell them chapter, the, the, the part 26, the 26 Supara. So verse 15, 1, 5. But the verse is long. You must just read this portion in between. You bring about reform, you bring about piety, you bring about goodness in my children, in my progeny. See how beautiful these duas are and so forth. And Allah just put one uh, thought in my mind now, you must remember that we as parents and so forth, we should always never forget making dua for our beloved flowers and children and so forth and teach them always to ask Allah for afiyah. Salullah al-afiyah. Salullah al-afiyah. People don't know about Hazrat Mohan Ahmad Sadiq Desai Sahib. He's now 84 years old, Gregorian calendar. 86, 87 years. When he, you know, it's not like me. I just make voicemail and send it off. You understand? No wasting time. He he types every fatwa himself in the ending of the fatwa. Many times I see he writes there, May Allah Ta'ala grant you afiyah. You see, what a beautiful dua he's giving to you. That Allah Ta'ala give you health, wealth, protection, preservation of your iman, Islam. Allah keep you muhtaj of him, of Allah, not muhtaj, independent of people and so forth. But we don't do these things here. We are more interested in the Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Shaitan Hood and all these kind of things here. That's where we are failing today. Mufti a person says, I'm in love with a Christian girl. I want to marry her so that at least I can make a single person Muslim. So if you want to make a Muslim, you must make a Muslim before and then she must become a Muslim, proper Muslim, not just by name Muslim and that dedicated, devoted. You must remember how many times we saw that people got married to Christian girl or Hindu girl or this girl and whatever and after one month, six months, they say, hey, this is too difficult. We want out from all this. So you must be very careful and all this talk of love, Islam rejects it. All this boyfriend, girlfriend, business now, you are chatting and all that and that also you that is waswasa of shaitan no you will make one person Muslim so you should be making all the millions of men Muslim you understand who want Islam you only found one lady that you can make Muslim that also for your matlab and your hidden agenda and ulterior motive that's the first hadith in Bukhari Sharif Mishka Sharif innamal a'malu bin niyat wa innamali kulli mri'im manawa faman kanat hijratuhu ilallahi wa rasul there's a complete hadith. So there was one person, you had to make hijrah from Makkah to Medina. But he, his intention was not really to please Allah Ta'ala and Nabi Islam. There was a lady there and he liked her and he wanted to marry her. So his name became known as Muhajir Umm Qais. Hmm. So he wanted to marry her. 
on that occasion Nabi alayhi salam mentioned this hadith that وَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى دُنْيَا if your intention with the hijrah migration is for dunya worldly material benefit or a lady you want to marry her then for hijratuhu ila hajra ilayhi then your hijrat is that it's not for Allah and Nabi alayhi salam so you my brother you're fooling yourself you see so anyway we don't advise all these things here but uh, and this boyfriend girlfriend all haram Quran says wala muttakhidin akhdan wala muttakhidat akhdan both ways Allah mentioned it for the man to have girlfriend and thus and that and you know all this pay wheel all haram and for women to have boyfriend and sugar daddy and all that all haram premarital extramarital all haram in Islam all these affairs so you must be and then how will she bring your children up that if she doesn't know about Islam so you must tell her she must go with the tablik ladies and for two three months and all that now she must go and learn everything then in shawal you get married but she must embrace Islam now immediately and you must have no contact with her and make tawbah and all that then something will happen good inshallah Mufti Saf, I have done a lot of crimes in the past but I've changed my life now what can I do to ensure that all of that is forgiven Remember this Hukukullah and Hukukul Ibad, the rights of Allah, so all your salat you never read, you must eat qadha, all the fast you never kept, you must keep qadha, all the zakat you never paid for past 5, 10, 15 years you have to pay. So that is the rights of Allah. Regarding rights of people, you stole their money, you stole their clothing, you stole this, you stole that. You have to go to them and repay them, reimburse them. Or you have to go to them and tell them, I am guilty, but I'm asking you for forgiveness. So willingly, lovingly, if they forgive you, so then alhamdulillah. And we say, no, you have to repay, then try and reach a compromise and so forth. So Islam is hukukullah and hukukul ibad. We can't just say, Allah forgive me, but my debts and all that are outstanding. So that won't be forgiven given see in Gaza al mubaraka thousands of people shaheed 22 23 24 25000 depending whose account you want to accept and mustafa rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said hadith sahih authentic hadith in mishkat sharif yughfaru lil shaheed kullu dhanbin illa ad-din that all the sins of the martyr he made the supreme sacrifice he gave their life for the love of allah but remember the debts outstanding accounts loans will not be forgiven so it's a big lesson for all of us Muftisab, if my wife passed away please and uh, please give details of how could i go about distributing her wealth so you do in manse dwert is anam manse brood but you see in froze dwert is anam manse brood it's wrong brother what you are saying you must ask what is the sequence you must say how i go and distribute the wealth so you're already cooking up something my brother so when a Muslim person passes away, first thing from the estate of the deceased, you take the money and you pay for the burial funeral expenses. You know the hearse, it don't go on zamzam water, you know. You have to pay for the petrol, diesel, the graves, all that, you have to pay for all that. 
So you call that step number one, funeral, burial expense. Somebody wants to pay for it, it's permissible. But if otherwise, you must take from there. Or otherwise, you as the husband, you must pay from your money for your beloved wife. She did so much for you. So that's number one. Number two, you must pay all the debts of the disease. Personal debts, business debts, corporate debts, all that. They got accounts in Edgar's and Woolworth's and Allah alone knows where and where, you understand? So all those debts must be paid. Yes, those people say, we forgave it and we overlooked it. Then it's a different issue. But all the debts must be paid from the estate, remember, of the deceased. A, B, C, X, Y, Z person wants to claim pay the debts is fine. And the debts paying the creditors must be expedited. Justice delayed is justice denied. Remember that. You can't say, no, after 40 days and three months, six months, on Salsin, on Salrechmak, we'll, no, all haram, all that. Third one is wasiya. Wasiya is for non-heirs. After the burial, funeral expenses, after the deaths of the deceased, now from the remainder, the residue, then maximum one-third. But the deceased made wasiya in their lifetime. They wrote it down or they uttered it and said it in front of the witnesses, two male witnesses like that. That this masjid, this madrasa, this person, this neighbor, Tom, Dick and Harry, Tom, Dick and Mary, even non-Muslim you can bequeath for. You can't inherit from non-Muslim, but or Muslim inherit from non-Muslim, that can happen. But to bequeath is permissible, wasiya. So that will be done maximum one-third of the net estate. Then comes the shares of the heirs. So let me give you an easy example because our time is up one minute left. So now you, that your wife passed away, right? So now it's you. And remember, it's who? So now you will get 25%. And you got one son, one daughter. So what will happen in a case like that? So your share will be 25%. Then your son's share will be 50%. And your daughter's share will be 25%. So that is how it will work. But that comes last. First comes burial, funeral expenses. Then comes the debts of the disease. Then come wasiya, what they bequeath. Yes, like adopted children, they can't inherit. So you bequeath for them like that. You love your mother-in-law, sister-in-law, not really sister-in-law, you love your mother-in-law or your father-in-law or so so you must remember you put there give them 10,000 50,000 20,000 because they help you so much in life so that will come under wasiya like that so all your zakat is outstanding your hajj is outstanding so all that will come in number three so that is what you want then comes last the shares of the is barakallahu fiqh jazakallahu khair assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi الله وبركاته صوت أهل السنة والجماعة صوت مركز الصحابة